Welcome to the Mindset Artistry Podcast. This is Amanda DeWoe, a self-authenticity, prosperity life coach and actor or actress per your reference. And I'm Janelle Koloski, a career and mindset coach and an actor as well. We are your hosts and we're here to flip your mindset to teach you the artistry of what we learned to keep your mind in check. Over the course of our lives, we've taken on the journey of healing, living, and being authentically ourselves as we successfully build our individual careers. This podcast is designed for you, so you can discover your goals and courageously reach them at your highest potential while being 100,000% yourself. What you'll get from us is real, dirty, and a little, well, more like a lot of quirky. <laughs> Along with empathy, edge, and a safe space that holds hashtag no judgment. If you're ready to build a mindset that is unapologetically you and excel beyond the stars, you're in the right place. We're so excited to have you here. Now, let's dive in. Hashtag just saying. In this episode, we talk in depth about the pitfalls of outside validation, denying thyself of love, identifying worthiness, how notoriety can take away your self-love, and a tool to flourish in love as your authentic self. Now, let's dive into loving thyself as you are. Today, we're going to talk about what means so dear to me, self-love. Learning self-love and being and maintaining your awareness with self-love. Now, it. I had this thought yesterday when I was thinking about self-love, and I thought about the beautiful process of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly or a moth, the metamorphosis process. And that's how you kind of think about love. You have to think about love as a metamorphosis process because you're going to have to go through these different stages in your life and learn about yourself. You're going to have to go through these stages where you're going to have to appreciate yourself. So today we're going to talk about a few things in regards to self-love. We're going to talk about the pitfalls of outside validation right? We're going to also talk about denying yourself of love. And then we're going to talk about identifying the worthiness and a a little tool, not a little, but a powerful, impactful tool to help you find that self-love throughout your life, no matter what stage you are in and process in your life. So self-love, if you Google it and do research on it, you know, there are many different opinions about what self-love is. What I consider self-love is pure acceptance of your qualities, who you are, inside and out, and how you go through the world. Now, if you go through a psychological process, they have, you know, Carl Rogers talks about, you know, the self-esteem and self-concept and everything we're talking about, and all that can be in the umbrella of self-love. But as far as self-love and the way that I want to talk about it today is really being kind to yourself. No longer letting others dictate what love feels and looks like for you as an individual. And understanding that your worthiness all depends on you and no one else. Now, when you think about self-love, is there a particular word or phrase or movement or or anything that you associate with self-love? And also... Um, I'm a visual person, so just really um, visualizing myself tuning out everybody else and just listening to what I desire in a positive way, just listening to my own voice. 
I love that because self-love is really listening to your true self, your true voice, and allowing that to guide you throughout your life and your choices. And so for let's start with outside validation and the pitfalls. The truth of the matter is I've been there. I've actually lived a part of my life where I was seeking outside validation to feel loved, to feel seen, to feel heard, to feel um, wanted or appreciated. And when I did that, it was great when someone was there to provide that for me. It was fantastic. Oh, they're showing the affection, the type of love that I want or I thought I wanted. But the problem is when you do that and then they disappear or they stop giving it to you, you become desperate for it. You become disappointed. You set these expectations on other people and therefore you end up denying yourself of love because you depended on someone else to give you something that you should be giving yourself. See, self-love should be from other people or love from other people should be an add-on to your self-love. You should always have your best relationship with yourself. That is going on dates with yourself, taking yourself on vacations, treating yourself That is self-love. Self-love is appreciation. Self-love is guiding yourself with, again, kindness and love. But if you are seeking that outside validation, all you're doing is denying yourself of what you already have within you because you'll depend on other people. You'll depend on them to define what love is for you. And that may not necessarily be you. And then, therefore, if you end up moving through life seeking outside validation for love, you'll end up compromising yourself. You'll end up compromising your well-being. You'll start making decisions based on other people and no longer consider yourself in the forefront, consider yourself living a life. You'll just be moving through life, right? You'll just be kind of skating through life upon what other people think you should be doing. And then you forget yourself. Now, when you think about outside validation, Is there a particular time in your life where it was prominent? And if so, what was an aha moment that you needed to make that shift to be internal love and self-love? Something that really stands out to me, and it's pretty fascinating and something I've been working on healing for a long time is... When I was younger, something happened to me that made me feel really unsafe because I didn't understand it because I was a child. I got sick and I wasn't able to take care of myself. And I was constantly seeking outside of myself for people to tell me that I was okay. And because I didn't feel safe in my own body, and that's an extreme version of something physical, but I don't think people realize how often they're also doing that even with their dreams. You're constantly looking outside yourself for everyone to tell you your dream's okay, that what you think is okay, and constantly looking for others to tell you that you're safe and the journey that you chose is correct. And so it can be so powerful if you're constantly looking outside because I'm learning now through therapy how to uh, tell myself and feel safe within my body, and it's a very complicated thing to explain, but it can happen so easily. And the same thing with outside validation. You just have to know that if you're cool with it, that's what matters. Uh, It can be very difficult and hard in our lives to maintain our self-love 
throughout life because things change, things happen, we change, experiences can alter our opinions or emotions about ourselves and the outside world can really affect our self-love. And with that, this is why I wanted to talk about self-love because we have the control to maintain our self-love and our, our awareness about if we're not loving ourselves in the, the most unconditional way, in the most kind way, in the most versatile way, in the most accepting way. And one of the things that can contribute to the lack of self-love is seeking outside validation, denying yourself of love and identifying uh, and identifying the worthiness. And I was jumping into uh, the pitfalls of outside of seeking outside validation. And when you do that, and I'll just recap, when you do that, you are preventing yourself from seeing the light that you have. You are preventing yourself from acknowledging your gifts, your talents, your beauty. We are all different shapes and sizes, colors, ages, and that's a beautiful thing because you have your own uniqueness. And when you seek out outside validation, as Nell was saying briefly before, she was saying that it you lose a sense of yourself when you seek outside validation because then all you're going to do is get confused about what love is for you. You have to sit down and ask yourself, what does love feel like for you? What does love sound like? What does love look like for you? And taking the time to explore that so that when you know what that love is and how you want to be loved and the love that you show yourself, those who are not providing that for you or not are aligned with your love, it becomes a way easier to walk away or communicate the type of love that you that you want in your life, the type of love that you like to receive. You are more open to communicating that you because you are not afraid to share and be vulnerable. Love is beautiful. So loving yourself is accepting who you are a hundred and thousand percent. It is appreciating and celebrating every small win, every big win in your life, all that you've done, and knowing that you can control your life and the way you move through it. And so in the process of denying yourself of love, here's the thing. The minute you were born, you're deserving of love. And don't let anybody tell you any different. You are deserving of love from the minute that you are born. You are a loving human being and you're meant to share that with the world. And in order for you to feel worthy of love, you have to allow yourself and and, and give yourself permission to love yourself. Appreciate the failures in your life, right? Don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid. and, And I don't even consider them failures. There are lessons in your life. Every fall, every trip, every bump in the road, those are absolute lessons in your life. You can one, share with others and help someone else not do the same. It makes you stronger, more in tuned. It helps you align with your path and your life's purpose and your career and your family and and understanding what you want in your life and what you don't and what works and what doesn't. So embrace those falls, those bumps in the roads, embrace that because that also is showing yourself love because you're not restricting yourself from the lessons. You're not restricting yourself and keeping yourself in a tight hold to the point that you're 
not receiving the world and the universe around you. Here's the thing, because you were born, the universe loves you already, right? Whether you believe in the universe, the big creator, God, all these things, you hear the universe already loves you. And if the universe loves you, and if you think about it, you are the universe. Scientifically, they say it, you know, our chemicals and the way our body is um, made up is literally the same particles and molecules that is made up of the universe. That says a lot. That is your energy. So imagine if you are a part of the universe and it's loving you, then you are deserving of the love and love is a part of you. It is innate in you. So give yourself the permission to to show yourself unconditional love. No matter if you are feel incapable of doing something, that is okay. Because you are that you are capable of doing anything if you put your mind to it, right? But by denying yourself and telling yourself that you're not worthy of it, you will never receive it. You will continue to seek outside validation. You will continue to deny yourself and think that you're not worthy of it. And therefore, you will never get it. And you're constantly questioned, but why? But why this? And, and why isn't I haven't found a partner that loves me? Because you haven't learned to love yourself unconditionally. Loving yourself unconditionally also shows other people how to love you. Because you show them how to treat you with kindness and with respect and celebrating yourself. So all the things that you seek out in a partner, make sure you do that for yourself. You want your partner to, you know, pamper you with things or romance, all the things. Do that for yourself, honey. Go get your nails done or even do them yourself. If you can't go out, that is totally fine. Take a nice long bath. With a couple of, you know, some salt in there and a little bit of candle you can get from the discount store, a nice little white candle. That is showing yourself love because you're showing yourself that you matter. You matter throughout all that is happening in your life. Now, I want to jump back to you and I want to get your insight and some guidance, as we like to call it, darling. I talked again, I talked about denying thyself of love, seeking outside validation. And you talked about that as well. Have you felt in worthiness? Have you felt in your life that you weren't worthy of love? What did that mean for you? And how did it feel to deny yourself of the worthiness? And when you realized it, what was the, again, the aha moment or the most impactful, positive outcome for you? That's a great one. I think a lot of our patterns Uh, are placed into our bodies and our systems before the age of eight. And I would say that it wasn't on purpose, but growing up in a family where my sibling and my only sibling had special needs that took up a lot of space and rightfully so he needed a lot of help, but it ingrained in me that I'm too much because, you know, trying to do therapy with him and all this stuff that he needs or whatever. And he took a little extra attention and I'd be like, hi, hey, what about me? Look at this. Look, I, I got a new dance. I got a new picture. I got a new... And my parents paid attention to me and are very loving. But there were many times where they couldn't give me the attention that I wanted. And so it kind of ingrained in me that I'm too much. And so I've carried that on through my life as I am naturally a big personality. 
which is a beautiful thing. And however you are, big personality, small personality, I don't even know if that's the right way to define it. Maybe you're loud and maybe you're quiet. Maybe you're extroverted and you're introverted. However you are is perfect for your function in this world and the people that you're meant to connect to. We all belong is the point. And so I, for a long time, you learn to be super vigilant and you learn to pay attention to how people are reacting to you and how to fit in. But if you become too good at that, which I've become very good at that, then you can start attracting the wrong people. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Here's the thing about that morphing. I've done that in relationships and I've attracted the wrong people. And I molded myself into the person that I thought they wanted and wanted to love. And in that process, I lost myself. I lost my truth. I lost my inner voice. And I lost how I tended to myself and my self-care, which is a part of the self-love. Caring for yourself is being honest about your surroundings, your environment, the people you have in your life. Right? It's not just a physical thing of self-care, like I'm going to take a bath, I'm going to work out. No, self-care is acknowledging and being aware about your surroundings, who you're interacting with. And Nell's right. When you are moving through life and, and on the level of truth and self-love in the way that you see yourself in a true, authentic way, you will naturally attract the people that will love you just as you are. If you have to convince someone to love you, honey, that ain't the one. And that is the truth. And that goes with friends, family, job, or anything. If you have to convince someone how great you are, how fantastic and brilliant and beautiful and fabulous or handsome you are, that ain't the person. Because they should already see it. They should already appreciate and see your essence without you having to prove anything. Knowing self-love is not proving that you are deserving of anything else because you already know what your worthiness is. You know, listen, in my partnerships, define what you want in your life too with self-love and that love too. I want my partner to be affectionate. I want my partner to be attentive. Someone who's open with communication. That's very important. Maybe your job, you know, self-love is about the type of job you want. Like I want a loving environment, but I've been in hostile situations where I didn't, every time I woke up, I felt sick to my stomach. I was dreading living my life because I was, it felt horrible at my job. I didn't feel appreciated. Now, granted, there are things that you can do to work through that. And that's a whole nother subject and a whole nother conversation because you can find the creativity and everything that you need to do within those jobs and work it for you. But you have to get back to the root of who you are in that self-love. Appreciate yourself. I mean, every morning, say to yourself how amazing you are. Start your day like that because it will energetically set you up throughout the day. Set intentions. I love myself unconditionally today. You can say that simple line and that will shift your mindset throughout the day. It will, it will, it will. And believe that. Now, what that's one of the beautiful flourishing tools that you can use is creating affirmation, creating an intention throughout the day. Also identifying yourself and appreciating and celebrating all the things that you feel you lack. When thinking of self-love, it's not just one thing too. Don't think that it just has to be physical. It's also mental. It's emotional. It's your, again, your environment people you surround yourself with, the things that you do, the things that you consume are all about your self-love because then 
If you're consuming something that tells you that you have to look a certain way or have a certain job or having this sense of notoriety to be worthy of love, you will start pushing towards that and denying yourself of your truth and your path and your talents and your gifts and you'll morph into something that is not you and you'll end up becoming miserable. It's just a matter of fact. You'll be miserable. You will be miserable because you will again morph yourself into something that is against who you are. As a self-authenticity and prosperity life coach, I know the importance of self-love. When you understand your self-love, you are a better choice maker. You know where you belong and you know that you belong. You know the rooms to go into and you know how to walk into the rooms unapologetically you. Understand that it's a process as well. So you're going to go through these flubs in your life, ups and downs and ebbs and flows where you love your self 100,000% and then something happens and you go back to a, a familiar place where you didn't feel loved or a bad habit or a negative space. And you're going to be like, oh man, but this is why it's so important to be aware of those moments and understanding and going back to, again, digging in deep to why you feel that way. Did you expose yourself to something? Did someone say something to you that hit uh, that activated something within you from the past and you still haven't healed from it. A lot of this self-love also comes back to healing. Healing your true self. Healing. Because we all have experiences and now talked about as a child. You know, as a child, we are taught how to love ourselves. That is the first time in our lives that love is exposed. And it can affect us as we get older how we love ourselves and how we show the world love and how we show others. This is why it's very important to get not blame that. We're not saying that to blame your childhood and how, because everybody has different experiences. We all do. But it's about taking responsibility for yourself and your actions and what you can do and what you cannot do and, and all the goals. I mean, you can do anything. But understanding that what's not healthy for you, right? What's not healthy for you is telling yourself that you're not worthy of love. Telling yourself that love isn't reachable. Telling yourself that love isn't tangible. Telling yourself that love is an incapable reaction from anyone around you. That's not true. I know it feels that way and I know with, with the world and full of chaos as it is, I get it. Your circumstances don't have to define your current place in life. And I'm very big on that. Just because you grew up a certain way, you were exposed to certain things, does not mean you have to be that way. You be different. Be better. You learn from that experience. That's what we're all doing. We're just all trying to live our lives in the best way we can with what we got and be happy. But Nelly, I want to jump back to you on last thoughts about self-love the things that I talked about again, the outside validations, identifying worthiness, denying yourself of love and the notoriety. Yes, that's beautiful. And I love that. And I agree. I mean, for me, I'm definitely a bubble bath girl, but self-love has been a lot of healing and taking what I learned from my childhood. And when things happen to you, it's usually people that are in pain that hurt other people. That's actually, for me, I think that's just what it is. People that are in pain that haven't worked out that pain or healed that pain, they unintentionally or maybe sometimes intentionally hurt others. And so taking the time to do the healing work, do the therapy, I do a lot of breath work, EMDR therapy, 
uh, which is uh, even talk therapy, if you're just getting into it, is great. Just to have an unbiased person, although everybody has their bias, but they're trained to try not to be biased, <laughs> to just be there and hear you out. And that's self-love because you're going to someone and saying, I'm going to work through what's important to me. I'm going to validate myself. I'm going to go and take time because if you don't do that, you're not going to climb to the heights that you can truly reach because you're going to be bogged down by all these life experiences. So I love that you were using that childhood experience and you're like, I'm going to do better. And I hope that for everyone. So, and I love this topic and I think it's very beautiful. And yes, external validation. I think there's a balance. You want, it's nice, but the best advice someone gave me was don't take any positive or negative feedback to heart. And I love that. And And, you know, you don't know everything. Take some stuff in, but always put it through the filter of yourself. So I have to constantly work on myself, you know, and if people are talking, giving me feedback, I'm like, okay, I didn't see that. Thank you. But as you said in the beginning, I've definitely been guilty of that. Like, ooh, I saw this worked and these people liked it, especially as a performer, right? So I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing that. And that's how I'm going to find love instead of being like, um, okay, that felt good. And it, it clicked with those people. Great. Well, I'm going to keep doing what makes me feel good though. So I would say that's what I have to add about self-love. Thank you, Nell, for that. This is such a passionate subject for me and I can go on for hours and days and I will make a, a course about this and invite you to a workshop. If you want to, if this is a, a really good topic for you, let me know, send me a DM and I will do a live uh, Q&A. I would do a workshop and you can join my workshop and we can work through these things and do one-on-one coaching. Okay. Because I know that self-love and identity and all the things that go into the self can be very difficult with the masses, the world around us. It can cloud us and, and disconnect our truth. It can disconnect us from here and here and all the things, our mind, our body, and soul. It can disconnect us from the reason why we're here. You are always going to be the individual. You can come together, but you still have to get back to you. Because that's the only way you're going to serve yourself, serve the world, and people around you better. And when you know what your self-love is, you will also be abundant and prosperous in the goals that you set. In the life that you want. And before we go, it's Amanda Dubois. I want to remind you that it's possible. So if you're ready to make way for major breakthroughs, find your inner voice, and live your most prosperous self, visit my site, www.amandadubois.com slash lifecoach to book your free consultation today. Because I'm here for you, and I'm going to create a sacred space for you to overcome challenges, discover, and build the life you desire, and most of all, deserve. Just saying. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mindset Artistry. We hope you found our stories and tips motivating and helpful. Be sure to follow us here on Spotify for more episodes to help you master the art of your mindset.